IDC Radio. Welcome to the IDC Radio, 106.2 FM. You're listening to The Big Tree Sessions, a podcast music series exploring students, young artists, and the music that they love. I'm Jonathan Silver, your host, and here with me in the studio is Mordechai Levy, age 23, currently living in Beit Shemesh, originally from Muncie. Uh, he's currently working in digital marketing, and with him is Tani Rosenzweig from Toronto, age 20, finishing the Army tomorrow, and 
he is joining the IDC communications program next year. Uh, Morty, can you tell me what you just played for me? Sure. Um, so the song was called Mikdash. Um, it's about over a year ago, actually, right when Corona broke out. Um, I was in uh, Yeshiva Leva Torah with uh, my boy Johnny Silver and uh, Mayor Charlotte. Um, and it was a song that came out of really just kind of everything, just COVID happening and everything kind of just like, like what the heck is going on? Um, and then, so w- within that emotional space, as in, uh, I was kind of sitting with a guitar and I was like, we need a Mikdash Melech, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, because of Corona and because we had a lot of time on our hands, I was kind of, kind of when started recording the song, producing the song, Tani came along brought it to life um mayor on the the original track played a lot of guitar a lot of, a lot of electric um yeah that's where it i mean came even midash is really like your first song like you the, yeah when you were coming into your music as i remember for those listening me and mordechai levy we used to be roommates some time ago when i was spending in yeshiva um you know your your entry to music do you want to talk a little bit on that about how you first started playing? Sure. How you first started creating? So my my entry to music started from a very young age where my parents claimed I would listen to uh, anything and dance on the table in my diaper. Um, but uh, beyond that, um, I started playing drums at about the, at the age of 10 or 11. Right. Um, and that really continued on for about like five years. And then... After that, it was kind of just radio silence for me, for music. Um, and then about two and a half years ago, I started playing. I basically, I was in the States, kind of bored. Um, was there for a month on a Mujeret from the Army, um, which is a break the IDF gives lone soldiers. Um, and essentially, I found this guitar in my parents' basement, and I was bored for a month, so I picked it up and started playing guitar. Right. Um, and within... From that moment, I I started playing a lot of a lot of Jewish, just soulful music, and right. then it kind of stemmed into me looking at my own tefillah, my own prayers, um, and trying to make my own music from that. And Mikdash mm-hmm. was really the first song that I that I produced, basically. Right. I guess also, you know, when we're finding like when anyone creates music, it's really kind of them trying to put their what's going on inside of them into 100%. words yeah. so i guess specifically with like more religious jewish music you are really trying to find that headspace and put it down 100 percent. i find i find that i found i find that a lot of mu- jewish music nowadays doesn't do that as in really? it's like it's like some guy took a took a verse took a pasuk from the torah from the bible and he went and put it to some music uh-huh. um and and there's nothing wrong with that per se. Like that's great. We need that. There's a space for that. But what I try to do, at least with my own music, is find something that is try is to try and find even if if even if it's not an original writing, as in if I'm taking a verse, it's something that that really that I've I've looked into the depth of it, and it's something that that very strategically base that strategically speaks to to whatever I'm going through, or whatever I'm the message I'm trying to convey. Right. Tani, are you like in terms of Jewish music? Like, are you in that world? Out of that world? I'm, uh, I'm very much out of that world. <laughs> very much out of that world. <laughs> but uh, no thanks. No, it's not no thanks. <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> okay, I hear it. 
I don't know, Tani, how did, when did you start getting into music? You're, Tani is an extremely talented musician. What are, what are some of the instruments that you play? Um, the, uh, I play guitar, bass guitar, drums. Um, those are the easy three. Those are the easy three. Dabble with piano here and there because it's more or less just up and down the scale. And then, oops, and then I, um, saxophone is, is, is one I picked up in high school. And I, I love Fascinating. <clears throat> Brass instruments are my, literally my favorite instruments. I love them. <laughs> yeah. So how did you, did someone in your life bring you to music or you kind of came there yourself? Uh, my parents started me on violin at like four or five years old. Oh my God. Okay. I played for like two years, nothing much. And then uh, I quit because I messed up on stage somewhere. When I was six years old. I didn't know any better. I wish I stopped. I wish I would have, sorry, I wish I could have kept going. But uh, after that, I picked up guitar at eight, um, uh, saxophone in high school and the rest just picked up by ear. Well, what, uh, I guess I'll ask both of you this question. We'll start with Marty. Who, uh, like what artists would you say are your inspirations? So in terms of, in terms of Jewish music, um, I would say very much Ishai Rebo and Akiva Torjeman. I feel like they both spearheaded this movement of taking Jewish music out of this box, which was like really cheesy, like, like let's just throw every instrument we can find on this song. Cause let's do it. <laughs> right. Um, and they, they brought a breath of fresh air and life into Jewish music. Right. Um, and non-Jewish music. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Cody Fry and, uh, I actually yeah. don't know who that is. Oh, he's awesome. He's great. He's amazing. And, uh, and Ben Rector, like my, my, my dream is to be is not to be, but I want to make Jewish music like Ben Rector makes music. Like, okay. Like, soulful good you know like stuff like you know a 40 year old mom and dad would listen to you know right. <laughs> i always kind of thought maybe your inspirations were more like like shlomo cats because i kind of felt like that's where your sound a little bit is but 100%. It, could, it could just be the acoustic guitar 100 so, percent. i i very much i'm shlomo cats is a huge inspiration to me um musically that's i i i would say when i when i first started playing a lot of most of my inspiration came from shlomo and Eitan. i would say now though i've been moving You'll see with the last song that we play now. It's it's an original, so that okay. so I'm trying to move more into that space of, of writing my own original music. Right, Tani, I don't know who what artist inspires you. I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. It's a good place to be. You know, uh, all over. <laughs> for sure, whatever I'm listening to just just happens to seep in my music. I love um, one of my favorite artists of all time. It's got to be Tom Mish. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of him. I think I'm. I the, the name is familiar. It's a lot of neo soul stuff. Smooth guitar playing. It's oh, great. Man. Yeah. I'm always, it's so interesting to find out when you talk to the artists who they really like, because it's always people who musically are like very intelligent and they're really yeah. skillful. Yeah. So it's always really interesting to find out what they're into. Okay. So let's move into the next song. You want to, your next song is, uh, what is it? Verastically. Verastically. So I'll, I'll give a before 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 we do the song. I'll give a little rundown on what the what the song is. The song is a verse, I believe, from Yeshaya, which I don't remember. I don't remember how to say that in English. Um, it's it's basically a verse that that uh, when everyone when Jewish when Jewish men rap tefillin phylacteries, mm -hmm. um, they say this verse every morning. And basically, what it means the words are verastically. Um, Verastically, which means betroth me, which means connect me. Um, so verastically, I need to sing the song in my head to remember the words. Verastically, verastically, so connect me to the world, betroth me to the world. So connect me to betroth me to righteousness and and uh, 
um, and and justness, into into kindness and to mercy, um, and so it's basically a a it's basically a, a prayer, tefila, asking God to to connect me to the world, connect me to everything. I want to understand everything on a deeper level. I want to understand I want to understand the godliness, the inner spark within everything, um, and so it's a. Another another song written on my bed in Levatora. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, okay, yeah. so uh, let's take it away. Okay. So apologies to everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all good. I don't think anybody noticed. Okay. <laughs> I feel like every time that I'm hearing Jewish music live, it it, it pulls you in. Like 100%. it really pulls you in. Like I don't know if you guys, at least whenever we would go to the, there's a concert. What, what's the Moshav called every um, year? Vomodin. Vomodin. Yeah. Where they have like all like the neo new music of like 
the like Jewish youth come up. Yeah. And it's it's the funnest time. It's so fascinating. I don't know if you guys agree with it, but it's just there's I, I there's something agree. there. I, I I'll I'll tell you my my own thought, and I'm not. I feel I, I need to think very very carefully before I say anything. <laughs> you don't want to get canceled. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not. As in, like, I'm not putting down any artist, anything at all. I will say that with Jewish music, and there, this totally exists in non-Jewish music too. But I think with a lot of Jewish music, you there's a lot of. Isn't it? As in there's 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 only so much feeling you can have about a girl, about money, about drugs, about like something. As in, not that there's not <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of feeling you can have about a girl or whatever. But my point is is that is that with Jewish music there's an, a layer another layer of depth when I think when it comes to emotion and the 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 feeling the feeling that the the the, the emotional drive in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it's a, it's a, there's a layer of spiritual spirituality on that. Um, so the question is, is it inherent because of the style of music, or is it inherent because of what the subject is? I think the subject. The subject. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, guess I mean, it, I could be wrong. I don't. <laughs> listen, if, if if what you're singing about is literally your soul, your nefesh, right? Then it's hard not to kind of you know be soulful, right? 100. percent As in, you're you're the, the the moment you're doing something where you're saying where you're taught having a conversation with it's the most vulnerable thing to have a conversation with god and then to to (laughs) play it for everyone isn't like like that's something most you know most uh, most people that are having those kinds of conversations are not doing like on a i guess more public scale Mm -hmm. so the so that that's that's this is what i should have led with (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) that level of vulnerability i think is something that really draw that really pulls people in right so Morty, I want to talk about your, I think you're one of the most resilient people I happen to know. I think I wanted to discuss with you a little bit of, you know, your experience from high school to the army to, you know, now being kind of an entrepreneur. Yeah. What you're doing. So do you want to help me explore that a little bit with you? Sure. (laughs) Where should I uh, start off? So wherever you like, wherever you're most comfortable. So high school, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. It's a fun high one. school, as most people know, is the best years of their lives. Right. It's all downhill from there. So, uh, <laughs> so high school for me was a was a was an interesting experience. Um, in ninth grade, I had an, uh, an appendectomy, had appendicitis. Um, this is the end of ninth grade. All right, classic high school stuff. Classic high school stuff, exactly. Um, and then uh, after the surgery, um, things did not get better; they got worse. Um, and so went to a lot of doctors trying to figure out what was going on, uh, ended up having, being diagnosed with something called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. A mouthful. Yeah. yeah. Say that okay. five times fast. Um, <laughs> and so because of that, I was basically not able to attend school in a normal fashion. Um, right. and I did, did high school online. During that time, I basically did a, explored a lot. I did a lot of did a lot of things to get better. And then, in addition to the side, I I, I finished Netflix. That was you know right. <laughs> that was my after finishing all of Netflix. After you're finishing like, what all do I do Netflix. with myself. Right. Okay. So I learned how to code. Uh, I started making apps and websites. Um, and then so much so that you were getting hired. You're getting yeah, hired by. I people. was by the end by eleventh grade. I was working for two to three different startups. Like right. I was doing their grunt work, you know. Right. But uh, one the the towards. Towards senior year, I was uh, I was I was working for an actual like company, like building them like a, a feature app. Right. Um, yeah. Have you ever appreciate like how how amazing that is and how resilient you are for doing that? It's it, <laughs> like I you, were, you, as, you you got knocked off 
yeah. from high school from illness. Yeah. And then throughout that time, you're like, okay, I'm just going to start. I'm going to teach myself how to code and get hired by people and make actual yeah. money. Well, it started more because I was, I had all these ideas for apps. And so right. I was like, oh, cool. I want to make them now. And I couldn't. Right. So I was like, all right, I'll just go on YouTube and figure out how to make them. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's where it started. Um, and then, and then through that, I became super techie, super nerdy. Right. I was uh, as nerdy as they get. I was uh, following every Apple event, Google Developer Conference. I don't know, whatever. But, right. uh, but yeah. And then, and then after that, I went to Yeshiva. Um, actually, after that, I went to Israel to look at Yeshivas to see, like, okay, mm-hmm. what do I want to do now? Yeah. Um, How was your Yeshiva experience? My Yeshiva experience, which is almost still going on, which is <laughs> <laughs> just just finished yeah. after. Five years. Five years time. Um, my Shiva experience was incredible. It was absolutely life changing. Um, I before Yeshiva, I was very much on the track of like, I'm moving back to the States, I'm gonna war go to Silicon Valley, I'm gonna start a tech company, I'm gonna be a bajillionaire, and that's gonna be my life, and it's gonna right. be great. Um, and that is now not <laughs> my uh not my, your life. my life goal. Still a bajillionaire. So, uh, you know, you know, I could settle for a little less, um, but uh, but that is not my life goal. Um, and yeshiva really put me on that track, and it also put me. It, it, it introduced a lot of things into my life. Uh, one, music, as in that that's something that really stemmed from yeshiva. Um, the army, you know, as in right. I, I did full hesder service, which is essentially a program for the IDF where you. You go to yeshiva, you learn, study Torah, um, Bible, um, and then and then for a year and a half you do military service, and then you go back for another two years in yeshiva for uh, still part of your military service learning. Right. Um, so in the army is really when I, like I said earlier, when I discovered music, um, and I don't know, I, I owe a lot to, to yeshiva. Right. Yeah. I know, Tani, I know you also went kind of through a similar process at least in terms of yeshiva army now that you're finishing up i don't know where are things going like what's the i mean you're coming here next year right so what's the i know you why communications over something else that's kind of what you're choosing um i just figure communications is the uh is the is the easiest not as in like easy hard but it's the easiest uh degree to to leave all my doors open mm-hmm. so with communications degree you can go pretty much anywhere right so i figured it might be the greatest shot right how is the army experience for you um, it's pretty difficult sometimes here yeah. and there. There are definitely those moments. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, I'm ready. I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm ready done. to quit this. Yeah, but no, I pushed through. I signed on eight months as a night, <clears throat> as a lone soldier, as a lone soldier, I only have to do a year and a half ish. So I signed on to two full years and, um, mistake or, or good decision. No, good decision. Good decision. Yeah, okay. yeah for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, so the next song you're going to be playing for us is called Eliyahu. Yeah. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Sure. So this song, it's it's not, it doesn't have as much of a story okay. <laughs> as some of my other songs. Essentially, I was, uh, my wife and I, after every every Shabbat, we go and we, after we say Havdalah, which is like a, a quick little prayer, basically, um, for ending the Shabbat and going back into, and transitioning into the next week. So we, uh, we usually take out the guitar, we sing a couple songs, and we're always singing songs from other people and then one one time we were both like hey what if we made our own like Havdalah song so uh that's such a beautiful idea 
I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's not as deep as like you know. No, oh, I love like, that. Like, why yeah. not just have something that just for you and your wife? Yeah, that's I amazing. Mean, yeah, so uh, we we so I like to say that she wrote it. <laughs> um, we ended up uh, uh, taking Abby. This is Abby's song. Yes, really. this is Abby's song. <laughs> Should have her come in and, and sing she, it. She's gonna kill me now that uh, <laughs> this is on the. <laughs> <laughs> we won't show her this part. Okay. Yeah. Um, but basically, so we we kind of just picked up the guitar and we're like, all right, Eliyahu. So Eliyahu. It's a very you know cheery you know right. whatever song um and then after we came up with the melody where i was like looking into it more i was like why do we say this like random verse about alia huanavi the prophet elijah right um like specifically it. when we're being like havdiel when we're separating shabbat right. the sabbath from the rest exactly of the week. so i'm like why do we do this i looked into it and it's like oh it's actually a beautiful idea <laughs> right. and i'm happy that i wrote a song with this you know with these words um and the idea is is that you want that that at the end of the day we're we're you know as jewish people we're we're, we're awaiting the messiah we're awaiting we're waiting a, a, a better world uh, a better world where there's peace and justice and everything's amazing mm-hmm. um and and in jewish literature the idea of Eliyahu Anavi, Elijah the prophet, is very intertwined with Mashiach, with the Messiah. Um, and so the idea is, is that we're kind of singing about him so that he comes, you know, and he comes next week. You know, we hope that this coming week, right, Saturday night, we're singing Sunday morning, you're going to work. Or if you're listening in the States, you're Monday morning, you're going to work, right? Um, and and we kind of hope that this week is in fill, is infused with more of Eliyahu Anavi, Elijah the prophet, you know, it's a, to bring to bring the world closer to a to a perfect world. Beautiful. Okay. So you can take it away. Let's do it. I'm 
משיח, עם משיח, בן דוד. אוי במהרה יבוא עלינו, עם משיח, עם משיח, בן So I have a question. Now that you've kind of like had, you've put your foot into the pool of Jewish music. Sure. What change would you like to see in Jewish music? What change would you like to see in Jewish music? Yeah. Okay. So two, two main things. Um, three maybe. Okay. I shouldn't have numbered that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll keep adding the numbers as we go on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I would say the biggest thing as a kid, I was, I was, and I listened to Jewish music growing up because that was what I was raised with. And then my teenage years, I was like, wow, this stuff doesn't sound good. <laughs> so I stopped. <laughs> uh, if, listen, if you're not a fan of like 30 pubescent teenage boys <laughs> singing as high as they can, I would understand why it's not so enjoyable. Exactly. Exactly. And there are people that really do enjoy that. And that's exactly. thing. great. That exists. Amazing. That's awesome for them. For me, I wasn't into that. Columbus Boyle. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so my the biggest change I would like to see is is one that people take what they're singing about more seriously. And I think Yishai Rebo really sure there were people before him that were doing this, um, Udi Davidi and people like that. Mm-hmm. But Yishai Rebo was the one that really took it mainstream. Um, would you also say like Hanan Benari also kind of did that? Oh uh, yeah, Hanan Benari, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I can't believe I forgot to mention him. Yeah. Um, also, 100%. They, they really took this idea mainstream of of not just, let's not just take a verse and turn it and put a melody to it, which there's a place for and it's needed and it's amazing and as in the, the last three songs I just played were that. Um, but, let's take something more, let's, let's write something. Let's write a prayer. That's the best kind of Tfila, it's the best kind of prayer, something from your heart. You know, the only reason we have these prayer books right. is because because the rabbis, you know, Chazal back then were concerned that we would forget how to how to how to pray. So they took that idea and they 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 went with it and 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 it's working. As in, they're they're huge Jewish musicians. Right. That's 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 number one. Number two, just more more soul. You know, you know, mm-hmm. just don't just think sing things stum. Although I guess that's kind of. Do you of think it's I, also kind of that like the thing that you said earlier about you know not just taking a verse and just putting music to it, but kind of really writing something out. A hundred percent. Really. You know, applying yourself to the music that you're 100%. making. A hundred percent. Even if you're going to take a verse and put music to it, which I, again, I, I did for these last three songs. Right. <laughs> ha- make, which we'll look the other way this time. Right. <laughs> make sure there's depth to it. Make sure there's meaning and make sure you really know and understand what you're singing. Mm. Because that, as in, don't just, don't just pick, pick something because, oh, it sounds nice. No. Pick something that, that means something to you. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's one section and the other section is and this is this is why i love working with tani oh. um stop throwing so much instrumentation on everything like like think of everything just i don't know how to put it just get tani involved get tani. <laughs> everyone every jewish artist needs to get tani or inside because he knows what he's doing I start charging yeah you should you should you'll make a lot of good money 100 percent. i go to school yeah. <laughs> but, but, as in so much Jewish music is just like, 
oh, let's copy what like non-Jewish music did 10 years ago. And newsflash, no one wants to listen to what non-Jewish music yeah. did 10 years ago today. Right. Be original. Like come up with your own your own arrangement, your own have it be make music make it where someone that doesn't usually listen to Jewish music would want to listen to Jewish music. Mm. And I think that's something you share again, getting back into the Yishari Bochanam Ben Akiva Torjman vibe. That's something they, they totally hit the nail on they totally hit the nail on the head. Right. That it's not just for one group, it's for anyone. Right. Anyone can come to this and just hundred percent. Someone the same in. way that I that that, that that you can go and listen to something from like Jimi Hendrix and be like, Wow, that is beautiful musically. Right. Forgetting lyrics, forgetting anything. Just musically, that's a work of art. We should be doing the same thing for Jewish music. Why right. isn't anyone doing that? Right. What, not to you, say that. Sorry to no, no, not no, say that my it. music is doing that. <laughs> but uh, Just, with, with Tani, it's getting there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a... Do you want to tell me about your last song, Shabbatino? Sure. I feel like Tani. I feel like you have oh, Tani. If you if you have uh, input on this song, tell us. <clears throat> not the song in general, but it's it, Morty's got it. No. Oh no! I was talking about you. Jewish music in general. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh, in general. <laughs> I agree with pretty much what he said. I mean, oh, okay. like, <laughs> Jewish music is pretty much you got you got to get to bring something to the table. Okay, it's still the same thing. Right, keep it fresh. Exactly. Like Subway. <laughs> eat fresh. Keep fresh. Eat, eat fresh. <laughs> so, do you want to tell me about Chavatano? Sure. So, um, this song, I started working on this song almost a not a year ago, but like ten months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still around the time you got married. Yeah, actually. Okay. Um, pieces. The, actually, the the chorus for the song. I wrote long before I was married. Actually, um, during during Corona, uh, when when you, when we when my wife and I were trying to like figure out when to get married, when to get engaged, it was very very hard emotionally because there's literally like there was no way to know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the airports were closed. We were like, when? How do we plan a wedding? How do we do this? How do we do that? And so the, the chorus really stemmed. The chorus came from that, and then. And then in September, I was like, I need to do more with this. So I decided to, this was like the first song that I wrote like words to. Mm-hmm. And I think I've rewritten the song about six times. <laughs> you could ask, Tani's been involved from the very beginning. He's heard like the 10 iterations. And then we, I finally thought I had it. I was like, that's it, done. And then I sent it to a friend who, another Tani actually, Tani Plansky, who Mazal Tov just got married. Um, Mazal Tov, Tani Plansky. Yes. I, I feel like I have a lot of really amazing musical Tanis in my life. <laughs> um, so I sent it to Tani Plansky and he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, you got to do more with this. He's like, I'll help you out. So we started over again from scratch, um, this time doing things, you know, more less bedroom studio-y and more like legit. Um, and yeah, so that, so, so this is like a, my first original writing, um, basically for a song. And the song is about, it's about talking. It's about all, all these songs are the same thing. It's about, it's about a connection and talking to God, mm-hmm. um, it's sometimes sometimes we're we're in situations where we just we we we're feeling a, a, the freaking Niagara Falls, you know, but we don't know how to put it to words, right? And there's a lot of ideas, in Hasidic Hasidic teachings of from Rabbi Nachman the Chalban of that that's okay that if you can't put it into words, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like that, God God Hashem He understands. He understands and he's listening and 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 some and Rabbi Nachman says and this is where a, a big piece of the song is and and it it sort of develop it's a theme that develops throughout the song is that when you 
are in that situation where you have so much inside, but you just don't know how to get it out, the best way to get it out is just start talking. Mm. Just say, hi, how are you? Right. You know, just start talking to God. Um, and that's really this song. So before we, before we, uh, before you play us out, yeah. uh, how can listeners find you online? Sure. So my main, I have a, fa- a Facebook and an Instagram. I have a website that's coming soon. Oh, um, yeah. But right now I only have the only song that, that I have out is Mikdash. Okay. Um, and that's on Spotify. That's on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, all Mordechai Levy on Spotify. Mordechai Levy on Instagram. Yeah. More, uh, it, I think the handle is Levy.music. So I don't know, something like that. Okay. <laughs> Just search my name and you'll see me <laughs> with a guitar. <laughs> um, so that's on Instagram. Facebook, same thing. Um, so there, as in there, all the songs that you heard that were not Mikdash are all coming. They're all in the pipeline. Um, this is the preview. This the is early, the preview. Yeah. No, it never been played before. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's how you can find myself. Okay. You've been listening to the big tree sessions on the IDC radio 106.2 FM music made at home for home. Play us out. Shalom Racha Ain Lima Lagi Shumila Ilohi Choda Levate Mashem Vifnim Anira Grotzeli Daberitra Panim,
כשאתה שומע, אתה שומע לכל שבתי ולכל צגתי אני יודע, אני יודע שאתה שומע, אתה שומע לכל שבתי ולכל צגתי ולכל, ולכל צגתי Yeah.